What it do, Sandwich Nation? I'm Sam. And I'm Mitch Nation. And welcome back <laughs> to this week's episode of Club Sandwich. That's not our intro. That's The Price is Right. Wow, but that's fun. Uh, maybe we should just steal that from them. Um, <laughs> Give me this Drew... What's the Drew host? Carey. Drew Carey. Drew I was Carey. gonna say Drew Barry. I, I was, like, I was no. thought you were about to say Drew Barrymore. No, um. yeah, yeah, <laughs> almost did. So um, close. I guess they're kind of close. They're basically the same person. What I do, man. Yeah. Today we have a lot of random things to talk about. Yeah, we kind of just threw together a quote power hour that isn't exactly an hour. Which is just an hour of power. <laughs> I really thought you would pick up after that. I don't know I what I was supposed to say. I don't know. You think after all this time, I'd be able to bounce off of you better? I guess we don't. We still suck at this. Yep, yep. Um, but we're just gonna talk about things. I don't know why I'm prefacing a podcast. This is kind of what we do. We're gonna. So you're gonna listen to us talk, and right, have a Conversation right. for 45 minutes to an hour. So <laughs> this is an audio media format right. in which there is no visual content separating it from a TV show. Sam, what's going on right now sort of sounds like a podception. Only if someone had a pilot episode of a show. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know what sound effect you were pressing? Yes, yes. The crowd loves it. They love the podception joke. Has never been old ones. I think a good thing to preface this episode with is you can probably hear it in my voice. It's that's what it sounds like. I don't know why it sounds like so balloon, true. The magical old timey bit things who lives in the Himalayas, um, from Phineas and Ferb. Oh, okay. I was ang, like, ang, ang. you know that reference? Yeah, that's a that is the deepest of cuts. Like that's a stab wound. Yeah, um, but my my nose sounds on on easily. Um, <laughs> my glasses. <laughs> Mitchell, shut up and talk. I okay. I get really bad allergies in the spring. Uh, particularly, and I'm here to rant about it. Last episode, Sam opened with talking about how how wonderful it is outside, and how Sam just just walks around and is just totally intoxicated with the beauty of nature. It's like that scene from him. The Sound of Music where I'm like spinning in the hills. Yeah, mine is like the opposite of that, and, <laughs> and I I hate you and I hate nature, girl. I'm I'm so angry. Why don't they replace the Appalachian Mountains with something useful like an Applebee's? <laughs> I, I look. I am the guy who looks at the national parks and says, "If only there was a highway and a Walmart here, and an, and an intersection off of something a, useful, a major highway with three gas stations, a McDonald's." I was going to say, "If poles. only there was a Shell and a Texaco facing off against each other right now." Yeah, here. and there were a power lines going across the street everywhere, and it was disgusting and horrible. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have allergies, and then it right. would be worth it. Right. So I hate springtime because I. People talk about, why don't you like spring? It's so pretty outside. That's the problem. The cause of it being pretty outside, of course, is pollination, primarily from the pines and oaks, which which bring everything back to life following the winter, right? Bill Nye, the science guy. I'm no ecologist, biologist, botanist man, but I can tell you that- I'm no ologyologist. <laughs> that, that, the, that the funny dust that comes from the trees makes me feel bad. I recently- my eye got so messed up from my allergies. My eyes get really dry as well, mm-hmm. as well as my, as I mentioned before. I'm sure the audience is loving you describing <laughs> your, medical, <laughs> your medical condition in explicit detail. I would describe it as, um, true. I have a pollen allergy. That's what it is. And every time I walk outside, I just feel horrible. The way yeah. that this this started was, um, I was in my car. It all the started other day. when I was born with an allergy. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way it started this year was, I got out of my car. And I immediately sneezed, and I was like, 
why did I sneeze? I'm not sick. Like, I don't feel <laughs> sick at all. And then I look at my car, and there's just this greenish-yellow coat oh, over the top yeah. of my car. The car pollen is the worst. And I just I just sat there in, in disdain uh, for mm. a second before going mm. about my day. But I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I can't even go outside. I have to wear glasses all the time because my contacts won't stay in because my eyes get dry and puffy. Ew. It's horrible. Actually, as we're making eye contact right now, your eyes are red. Yeah. Yeah. No, people, multiple people have asked me, like, do you have pink eye? Are you okay? No. And it's this not is from, normal. It's not from all that illegal marijuana you've been smoking. No, it's camera. not from the copious amounts of drugs that I do. <laughs> Disclaimer, that's <laughs> not true. Rate. That was a bit. <laughs> I've never abused substances. I love substances. <laughs> Um, of course, um, club sandwich does not endorse illegal drug. The, the point is in the usual five minute rant that I've done before a few episodes, uh, there was the one about golf and yeah. now we're talking about allergies, but this in wow, segment where Mitchell complains, I think I'm done. Yeah. I hate, I hate springtime because I hate allergies. Counterpoint. What do you mean it's, counterpoint? It's really pretty outside. Okay. You can go on a walk. No, I can't. That's the problem. I like going on walks. I think you need to get better. Okay. You need to get better. Baseball season starts. Tennis season starts. We are not a baseball podcast. We hate baseball on this podcast. I did not agree <laughs> to that point at all. We did, When we laid out the club sandwich constitution, there was no amendment about baseball in you there. You don't read the backs of the pages. You must have really thought that I printed it on the single-sided setting. Oh, uh, okay. I see how it is. I- idiot. Um. Okay. Mitchell rant over. Uh. We've got big holiday coming up. Spring break. Woo! It's not really a Woo. holiday, is it? Yeah, I guess not. It's it's, it's not an like Amer- a... it's an American holiday. Sure, play the do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we go. Smooth. Um, yeah, we've got spring break coming up, which is exciting. You know, yeah. We've... No school. That's no pretty. It's pretty awesome. Hey, hey, can I get a? All right. <laughs> <laughs> we've used our three for the episode. We're we're banned now. He put um, the ad in the Constitution. <laughs> the end. That's an amendment. Um, yeah, spring break is coming up. Time to have fun in the sun. Um, wow. You're just great with the rhymes. Thanks. I worked hard on that one. Uh, Mitchell, what are you doing for spring break? Actually, just kidding. Let me say what I'm doing because... <laughs> Because we planned our segue around you going last so that we could segue, and I kind of forgot about that. Mitchell, what are you doing, actually? (laughs) Uh, For spring break, thanks for asking. Um, Sam, what are you doing for spring break, you little goober? I'm going to the beach, you darn heifer. Oh, real original. Yeah, yeah, I know, real original. Where are you Uh, going? What what beach are you going to, I don't know, actually. I I legitimately oh. don't know. I leave in two days, and I don't know what the address is. It's just um, like a trip with some boys, and yeah, you're not the guy that's boys trip. Yeah, I put my deposit in. I'm bringing a sleeping bag. Probably need to get some pop tarts so I can sustain myself, and then exclusively pop tarts. Yeah, I don't really know what the food situation is, or the sleeping situation, yeah. or basically any situation. <laughs> On a guy's trip, no one really does. You just kind of go and then try to survive and then make it better. <laughs> That's the, the Your one objective is survive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to do that for three days, go with my pledge class with my fraternity brothers. That'll be a good time. Um, and then I'm going to head back home to the SIP and see the fam for a little bit. The SIP and see the fam. The SIP and see the fam. That's crazy. So it'll be relaxing because I'll I'll get like the beach stuff which is crazy and a lot of fun and like we'll listen to music and play like spike ball and stuff and then I'll get like an actual beach. break at like be at home 
Yeah, that's nice. So it's nice to have both sides of the break. The spring and the break. The spring and the break. Both yeah. parts are crucial. Yeah. Mitchell, what are you doing for spring break? Well, Sam, thank you for asking. I'm so glad that you asked me genuinely and with real intent. I um, really wanted to know what you had to say. Everything on the podcast is fabricated. Sam and I have <laughs> no friendship outside of this. Um but this I is a cry for help. <laughs> I, I let him out of the box once a week to record the episode. Um but I'm going to Disney World, which <gasps> we we may have mentioned something. We've talked about Disney and corporations and how evil they are before, I believe. Mm-hmm. But Disney World's... But now you're like actually going, so it's cool. I view Disney World as a separate thing from Disney as a company. Let me explain. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> I believe Disney World is separate from Disney. Prove me wrong. Please sit with do. A, with a sign. I, my experience with Disney World, I always separate my mind from Disney. I should say, I don't have a logical justification for that. It's mm. just the case. I, I view Disney okay. World as such a genuine and magical unique it has its own jurisdiction that i it's essentially is its own like ancient greek city state within the state of florida yeah um, correct and uh they get so many like tax exemptions and various laws that apply specifically to them it's crazy and i think they're able to do it because they write it off because they make a certain amount of like donations i don't know what it is but you know, like rich people can always con the system right um you know we talked about elon musk before <laughs> um, but if i was rich i simply wouldn't con the system no. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Some would say that to be rich, you have to con the system. Wow. That is poetic and utterly political at no group. Put that quote next to like a picture of like a, a buff guy in a suit on like a Sigma male Instagram <laughs> account. <laughs> like a lion. Yeah. <laughs> I sent I sent one in our group me the other day that was it was a picture of the rock working out at at his gym or whatever is like my grandmother always told me the quietest toaster pops the loudest bread <laughs> and that hit me <laughs> so and, and then it's like read that again yeah, seven re- times read that again the there was one that was like the mouse is ecstatic for the owner that drops a piece of cheese the careless owner cares nothing for the cheese read that again i was like what <laughs> So I I love those like I love all the a lot. the parody like yeah Sigma memes. and it's got like Giga Chad or like the Joker from the Dark Knight yeah <laughs> but 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 anyway we were talking Disney about World. Disney at um, some point yeah 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 you you con the system Disney d- does that okay I I followed the segues back t- in my head mm-hmm. um the train of thought has been re-railed gotcha. instead of derailed d- sure yeah. um we went off the rails on a crazy train. Thank you. Um, wow, it's hard to recover from that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I separate Disney World and Disney in my mind because I have only really ever had positive experiences at Disney World, mm-hmm. and I have only had negative experiences with Disney as a corporation. <laughs> so in my head, those two cannot coexist. <laughs> It's like it's like a logical impossibility that okay. that a company so evil makes a theme park so good. So I, I invent a justification that they simply cannot correlate. Okay, I I mean in my mind I think of a six dollar bottle of water, but c- go ahead. No, 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 no. Because you, the poor man, can con the rich man's system. You can bring so much of your own stuff into Disney. There are there are so many easy ways to game the system. Mm-hmm. You know how to not pay for six. Dollar bottle of water. Bring, bring your, your own, own water, water bottle and then fill it up, idiot. Okay. Um, I don't okay. think I don't think you're an idiot. I deserve that. I Thank you. Idiot. But if you have ever bought no, a I'm an idiot. Dollar I'm bottle of water. Dumb Disney boy. Did, dumb Disney. Did you boy. I I think Disney is not an accessible system. Mm-hmm. You have to learn it 
to know mm. how to con it. Okay. Um, I have gone to Disney World my entire life. I've gone with a family of people who has gone their entire life. Like I'm privileged enough to say I've been to Disney World like once a year, almost every year okay. since I was four. So now we come to the question: Are you a Disney family? We're not a Disney family. Hmm. I would say that because we're hmm. we don't. Okay, here's what I think separates a Disney family from just like. <laughs> from normal functioning Here's, members of society. The, the meme is like, you know, the Chad um, Disney enjoyer family, and then you have like the loser, like Disney mega fan, Disney adult family. And they're, they're, they're the Disney people. shill. Yes. Because um, what we do is we're not going in and just paying ludicrous amounts of money on everything in the park. We're Luda. actually specifically. Sp- <laughs> Luda really got me. We're actually <laughs> just thought about Justin Bieber in that one song he was featured on. <laughs> understanding the system enough to spend the least amount of money. Okay. Right? Um, having your day planned out, not to spend the most money to have the best experience, but to have the best experience while spending the least amount of money. Okay. Um, that's a big part of it. Um, as well as two, here's what separates us: clothing. A big part of what to me makes a Disney adult or a Disney family is they all go with their matching shirts that say some stupid quip and it's in the Disney font and like the letter D is always the capital Disney D. Yeah. And it's like and they have the sparkles, ears. they have the mouse ears. None of that. None of that in my family. Okay. None that, of that tacky malarkey that, that makes you ever me feel associate a little bit me better with that. Sam. Makes me feel a little better. I, I'm hurt you would think that of me. I'm gonna throw this pin at you ah, across the street. Wow, you really did just, just did that throw that pin at me. That kind of I'm gonna start crying now. Okay. You good now? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Carry on. Um, my wayward son. But <laughs> so I think that's a big part of what separates us from being like the lame loser super Disney family who does who does all those things and has all these like absurd Disney traditions and just really without knowing it, it's just infinitely padding the pockets of a of a large corporation. Mm. So I, I think that's what sets us apart. Okay. I, I can continue. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I'm just I'm just trying to process all this and like I believe you. I'm just I'm a natural skeptic. Yeah. And I would I would hate to ponder the ramifications of my co host right. being a member of a Disney family. I, which which I I haven't said you are. Okay. I'm just I'm pondering. I think another distinction also applies to my original assertion is that I have separated Disney World and Disney in my head. Whereas the Disney mm. family finds no distinction. They okay. blindly love the entirety of the corporation oh, okay. and yeah. worship Disney. That's fair. I, I may be worshiping the subcult of Disney World, but not in the overreaching <laughs> cult of the entire corporation. You're in a different denomination. Right. I'm essentially like, I don't want to make a reference yeah, to a joke yeah, about that. Yeah. But, but it's like... Let's be careful. No, no. There's there's no comparison to make. Um, okay. That would that would just any example would be very politically correct or or approachable. Um, yeah, which is true. But I love Disney World. I go mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and like if someone asked me, like, "Oh, you're going to Disney Park?" I could pretty much tell you like what we're going to do throughout the entire day, why we're going to do it, and give you like a time estimate on how long it will take. Mm. Like my family can go to a park. We can get there at. 10 a.m., and then we can be done with everything we want to do by 2 p.m. because you can understand it that well. Sick. If you, if you understand when the wait times are the most, when they're going to be lower, what sides of the park are going to have higher wait times or less wait times, use the 
Oh, man, they they introduced a new fast pass system. Mm-hmm. Same, it's ridiculous. It is. Um, their their new fast pass system is is this like rich get richer, where you have to like oh. pay ahead of time to schedule reservations for the How big rides. How dare the one of the biggest corporations in the world try and get more money? It's it, it's it's stupid. Yeah, the fast pass system, and I can rant about this, <laughs> and I will. You're an angry boy this episode, Sam. There is an exceptionally well done YouTube video by YouTuber Defunct Land. <gasps> I think I know which what you're talking Shout about. Shout out. It's an hour yeah. and a half. It is a trip to watch. But it essentially explains the entirety of the Disney FastPass system, both what it originally was, what it became, and what it is now. And he discusses the differences between all three of the systems and which one is the best and why. So Disney FastPass system, if you don't know what a FastPass is, it essentially allows you to get into a shorter queue for a line with a mm-hmm. sort of like reservation or a fast pass. You ever thought about how Q is just the letter Q followed by four letters that don't do anything? Wow. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) I never thought of that. Um, (laughs) How many times this episode have you caught me violently off guard that I have been able to... (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I've ever like so abruptly shut you down this much before. (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm still stuck on that. But that's what a fast pass is. A lot of theme parks have these kinds of things. They're called like express lanes or whatever. You know, the idea is like you get to skip the line right. because you schedule ahead of time what time you're going to be there. So it's like I have a fast pass for 3 p.m. You can get in the fast pass line at 3 and it will probably be significantly shorter than the normal standby queue. For right. Um, I'll go back and forth when using the words queue and line like I'm a British American person. <laughs> but. That's essentially the system, and it used to work on a basis of when you got to the parks, there was a limited amount of fast passes for each time slot, and this would open when you got to the parks, and there were systems, uh, these machines, that would give out fast pass tickets. You'd go to them with your ticket, scan all the tickets, and then get fast passes for the time slot, and that was based on when you got to the park. So it's like the people that were willing to get up, get to the park earliest, and um, like get these fast pass time slots and like knew where to go, could do it the fastest. So it was the people mm. that cared the most and knew the most got their fast passes that they wanted, Correct. which just makes sense. Correct. That's how it should work. Mm-hmm. But now it's on this system called, I think it's like Genie Plus. They're abusing Robin Williams' character's good name. Mm. Um, how? May he dearly recognize. Um, what a great man. Um, you know, he named, what was his, his name? His daughter Zelda? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, which is cool. After um, the legend of. Yes. Among just also being a really great guy and a lovely actor. Yeah. Um, watch every movie with Robin Williams. Um, <laughs> it's absolute segue. Um, You're talking about Genie Plus? I was talking about, it, it's stupid. It's stupid. You, There's so many people that rant more about why it's stupid. And even people that love Disney hate this system. Okay. Um, Disney's recent corporation, they had a change in like their, their head CEO, whatever the position name is, and everyone hated him, and I think he got fired. His name was like Bob Chapek or something. Frick you, Bob. Yeah, he sucked. Um, but they're, they're, I think they've done away with him, and they're doing all these things. <laughs> they've done away with him. They locked him in the cryogenic freezing yeah. chamber along with Walt <laughs> Disney. He was not he was not a good servant of the mouse and god. Song of the South. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> they have they have a lot of dark secrets. They Put him in the chamber. Keep it hidden. But so that that plays into some of the controversy of of recent Disney mm-hmm. corporate Disney World decisions. Mm-hmm. That is the one way that Disney's a corporation has started to seep their dirty mitts into this pure thing of Disney World <laughs> that they also own and create. Right, right, right. But 
But it feels different. They're infiltrating the thing that they made. Yeah. I assume that within Disney's a corporation, they have like yeah. a sub-department that runs the theme park. Right, yeah. Which is I different mean, than their they overall do. management. They do. I, I know. And the release of their movies. I get it, man. I'm just making yeah. fun of you, okay? Idiot. I just wanted to go for calling Sam an idiot three times in one episode. I hit my goal. Um, <laughs> and within 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm done. Sam's not an idiot. I don't think Sam's an idiot. Thanks. We're, 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 me and Sam have a, we have a great friendship. Um, we're dearly connected. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fast Pass is bad. Um, I feel like we've established that. And point. I love and Disney I think, World. Yeah. I love Disney World a lot. I'm very excited to go. I'm going with my girlfriend. It's her first time going. I'm going with really? my parents as well. Yeah. She's never been. Uh, so I'm very excited to go back to Disney. I haven't been in a little bit. Um, hmm. have you ever been to Disney, Sam? Oh, I've been numerous times. Not, not yearly. Um, yeah. but... Been to Disney World quite a lot as a kid, um, few times throughout the the teenage years, and then for my uh, senior trip during high school, uh, senior year spring break, I requested that my family and I go to Disney World, um, just because I don't really know why. I don't really know why I picked that, but yeah. it was fun. Um, what's your favorite ride? My favorite ride at Disney World? Mm, um, that's probably a fun noise to hear in the microphone. Uh, I've made a lot of those. We today. need to just have an episode where we just make sounds for like an hour straight. <laughs> it's hard to say. I think probably right now I would say the Avatar Flight of Passage ride. Okay, it's one of the cool. coolest experiences. Isn't that the one where you kind of like mount the dragon creature? Yeah, the Banshee. I haven't seen okay. the movie. But I, I, I think it's called a banshee. James um, Cameron is an idiot. Yeah, whatever. I don't. That's that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I just I didn't want to go see Avatar two because it was three hours. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same way. I didn't even watch it. Me, who cares a lot about movies nowadays, just didn't care. But that ride is incredibly cool. It, it's like a, it's more of an AR experience than a VR. Mm-hmm. Alternate reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, or augmented reality. Augmented reality. Yeah. You got the big screen in front of you, and you're like on this like kind of like a bike-shaped thing that mm-hmm. simulates you, like, riding the dragon, like you said. And, dude, the weirdest part is, it like, your legs are around... It's like a motorcycle, yeah, essentially. Yeah. It's like a Tron bike. But it's like, it's like it's like breathing. Yeah. Like, the thing you're on is supposed to be a living creature, and so it has, like, a little... I don't know even know what material it's made out of, but it has a thing where you put your legs, and it'll, like, expand and contract, yeah. and it's literally, like, you feel it breathing. It is the weirdest sensation. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Up there for me also is Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, Which baby. I believe is actually going to be changing the next few years because what? I think their their contract with Aerosmith is expired. No! So that ride is sick. If you don't What's know what it, it is. What's it going to be? I'm not sure they may retheme it. Oh, my God. What if it was Weezer? <laughs> 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 You're just like doing a loop at 60 miles an hour to Buddy Holly. <laughs> the concept of the ride, for those who don't know, is um, it's like a traditional indoor roller coaster, but the plot, because it, you know, roller coasters need a plot for whatever reason. Yeah. Is, that is kind of weird, actually. It is how weird. like every Disney and Universal ride ha- has a plot now. Yeah. Well, I think part of that is because they're a theme park, not an amusement park. And that's kind that's of the true. factor. That's true. The thematic elements. But yeah. Anyway, Steven Tyler and company, they they need to get to a concert, but they're like late. And you're mm-hmm. a fan who shows up, and I, it, they do like this whole intro video where like it's a screen and it's like you're looking into like a recording studio. Yeah. And you see you know the boys and like their agent, and you you like get a limo with them, 
and you know, like in exchange for like going with them, you're gonna get like backstage passes or whatever. That's yeah. like a bit in the little intro skit I remember. Right. People who know the ride will know what I'm talking about. Like, can we get backstage passes? Hey, it's Steven Tyler, can they get backstage passes? It's a whole thing. Okay. Um, you know, everyone who goes to Disney all the time knows the bits in the little video. Oh, really? They, the like, cool insiders? The it. super cool no, insiders? No, the, yes, it, they are the cool ones. Okay. Um, I am the cool Please, please, please. please. <laughs> I'm cool, please. And so you get in a, a super stretched limo with mm-hmm. them, and you you go from zero to 60 miles per hour, and it's like two In In real life, like you actually yes. go 60 miles and per like, hour, and it is wild. In like less than two seconds or something. Yeah. And it's the video or the the ride starts with Steven Tyler yelling three <laughs> two one <laughs> and then like you just yeah, zoom out of the gate yeah. into the darkness. It's the most like traumatic abrupt start to a Dude, roller coaster. It was crazy the first time I ever rode it. So Disney has uh, for some of their longer queue rides, they have a single rider system. A lot of theme parks have this as well, mm-hmm. where you get in a queue and like your party will be split up just to fill the empty gaps on the roller coaster. Yeah. So it goes faster, but you're not with your so like. I was five years old, and we went through single rider because my oh family my was gosh. like, we don't want to like wait for the line. I preface, I don't have like neglectful parents or anything, <laughs> but so I'm going to give child protective services a call about <laughs> Ward and Beth. It was like my first time doing it. I was in single rider, and so I'm sitting next to like God bless her. She was like a high school girl, and I'm like five years old, and she was just being so sweet to me because I was I was freaking out. Yeah, and that first experience where like. Steven Tyler screams in my ear, and I my my five year old body is thrown at sixty miles per hour. Was was like not traumatic, but I can remember that feeling in my head to this day. And it and I'm not very scared of roller coasters nowadays, but still, like when I hear him go like three, like I yeah. start like shivering, like oh my god, I've been here. Before. It's happening again. Yeah, but that ride's awesome. It goes through two loops and a corkscrew. Yeah, they and. and other they're things. like enormous speakers directly behind <laughs> your ears, yeah, like yeah. that blast Aerosmith music uh-huh. like the whole way you go, which is sick. It's awesome. It but like awesome. you walk out of that and your hair is like blown behind you. Yeah. Your ears are kind of shot. You feel like it's it's like all in the dark. So like when you emerge back into the real world, it's like you've just been like reawoken from like a hundred years of sleep. Yeah. It's transcendent to hear like Sweet emotion while you're like going through a loop <laughs> and like time feels like it's slowing slowing down. Yeah. It it's a really sick ride. That's up there for me as well. Um you know, I'm a basic Space Mountain girly. Um I like Space Mountain. Space 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 Mountain. Space Mountain. Uh, Mountain. I like Space Mountain. Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Iconic. Oh, banger. Um Tower of little Terror. laser guns. Tower of Terror's great. Um, See, I I can't get behind Tower of Terror. Never done it. Never going to. You don't like I, heights. Why would I do what is essentially an elevator that, like, the premise of it is that the elevator is broken? That feel like I know that a lot of amusement park rides <laughs> are inherently like. I know, I know, but like that's like saying, why would you rock and roller coaster if I'm simulating being in a speeding I know, car? <laughs> I know, I know. I get that. Like a lot of amusement park rides part of the appeal is the danger or like they're called thrill rides or something like that's that that's like most of the appeal i know but like tower of terror just feels more than any of these like you're toying with death like that one feels the most intentionally like this could kill you but it can't you're not going to die can't. that's what you think Okay, so until can, you like, die more people die in like car accidents than thrill rides and you drive your car every day yeah, because I have to get places. I don't take a roller coaster to work. 
fair enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, think about that. But I, 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 it is incredibly fun. I, I hate heights. I never mm-hmm. wanted to do Tower of Terror. I didn't do it for years until mm-hmm. I was like eight, and I eventually did. I, I love it now. I, I, it's a ton of fun. That like, I'm you, giving you a death stare. Right now. <laughs> you have like a seat belt, but when it goes down, like you are raised an inch off of your seat. Yeah, and like if you don't hold on to like the little bars. You're just like floating, and it's yeah. it's it's a crazy feeling. Ugh. Also, no thanks. One more I will also shout out is um, Mount Everest. Um, it is not the real thing. Not not the real thing. Do you um, mean Expedition Everest? Expedition Everest, idiot. Is thought you're the Disney guy, huh? Apparently not. Big I knew, Disney I, guy. I knew in my head that wasn't the actual name of the ride. And mm, I just like, said it anyway. Did you really? Because uh, we just I just call it Everest. Um, you know. You short things. Um, oh, okay. The cool a, people, they, they have a nickname. Uh, which is like, you're exploring Mount Everest, but then there's like a Yeti, and he like rips up the track. Okay, it's really cool. I have to describe this in depth. You come up to like the top of the mountain, and you're like on like kind of like a, it looks like a railroad track style thing, and you're like, right. you're in like a little Himalayan train, and then the track is like ripped up in front of you, and it like pauses for a second, and you're like, wait a minute, where do we go now? And yeah. the second you've thought that, the ride goes in full reverse, it goes backwards at like a ninety degree angle straight down into darkness. Yeah, and it is it's crazy. Oh my gosh, it's horrifying. Don't you do like a loop backwards? Yeah, like you your whole everything inside of you just goes into your throat. And yeah, it is it is such a cool feeling. Oh gosh, and I'm yeah, the kind of guy. Down. People probably think I'm crazy, but like <laughs> on uh on these kind of big roller coasters. I don't scream for whatever reason. I, if I'm very, very scared, I'm just like entirely silent. Like uh-huh. I just hold it in. I can't okay. scream. Yeah. But if I'm just having like so good to know if someone's like coming to kill us, I won't get any kind of audio warning from you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when there's flight or fright, I would or flight or fight. <laughs> wow. Fight or flight. Fright leads to fight or flight, I should say. But then the third option is freeze, which mm. is typically me. I usually in those instances, I just like tense up. But also, my other response is I laugh. I don't yeah, scream. I yeah. just laugh hysterically yeah. during these kinds of things. People probably think that's kind of what I, person, where I thought you were going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's more so. If I'm very, very not at ease, I will not say anything. But if I'm having fun, I just yeah. laugh. Mine, mine is a scream laugh mixture. Like I, <laughs> on on rides like that where it's something crazy, I'm kind of like, like I'll be like, ah, but I'm also like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah, a little Joker, actually. like that, like that. Kinda. You're literally the Joker. I'm he's literally, literally me. He's literally me. Um, yeah, I'm glad you. I hate that you took it. Rock and roller coaster is hands down my favorite. It's like, so cool. No, I mean not just because like of the thrill. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an adrenaline junkie kind of guy. Like, no, I, you're not. I hate horror media because you I'm do. Just, I'm just like, why would I want to freak myself out when I could watch something perfectly? Nice instead. Why would I go watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I could watch How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days? <laughs> I don't know why that was the first example that came to my mind. <laughs> um, but like, I it's a super cool ride. Honestly, I think I just love it for the theming. Like making yeah. a roller coaster out of Aerosmith. That's so cool. That is really like, awesome. And I don't know why they decided that. It's not like Disney made an Aerosmith movie or anything. No. Like. Like honestly, if anything, it would have been like a Miley Cyrus ride. Yeah, that's fair. Some <laughs> Hannah Montana, but like, I don't know. They were just like, yeah, let's do it, and yeah. it's sick. It's the whole like, all the weight 
for it is like a record or a recording studio. So like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of records and like actual used instruments, signed yeah. memorabilia. There's like album covers. Yeah. Um, so cool. And then like in the gift shop afterward, I still have them at my house, but I got a uh, like a custom pair of drumsticks. Oh, that's sick. It's like a rock and roller coaster Aerosmith pair of drumsticks that has like all the Aerosmith like decor on it like the wings yeah so it is super cool and like they're actually my favorite pair of drumsticks um so it's just like that's a cool ride have you been to Disneyland I've been to Disneyland yeah dude Anaheim yeah oh my gosh I know that like it's it's smaller than Disney World and right. not really the same experience, but I went with my cousins in California. You're gonna talk about the Cars ride, yeah, <laughs> dude. Dude, talk about like immersion. I, th- I think if I had to use the phrase "living the dream" for like one instance in my life, it would probably be that. Yeah, because like I I mean obviously Cars is my favorite movie. I have like my childhood was basically like an altar mm-hmm. to that. Like I had. <laughs> That that's a little. You excessive. were literally Lightning McQueen. I was literally Lightning McQueen. No, I had like, I had all the little diecast cars that they made, just like all the toys. Yeah. And yeah. I had the CD for the soundtrack, and I would play like the CD on my CD player in my room. Yeah. And would like recreate the movie, like that was what I did as a kid. <laughs> I would like recreate the movie like line for line, and then wait for the like songs to hit on my CD player. You're insane. I would like pause it when it was dialogue. It sounds like, like a serial killer would do. It's not. I just really like cars. <laughs> Ka-chow. I don't know uh, if I ever told you this personally or on the show, but my first memory in my brain chronologically is me playing with a little toy Lightning McQueen car. Like that's the Are first, you serious? That, yeah, that's the first like thing that exists in my mind. Like the farthest back oh, my brain goes my gosh. is to that. That's wild. Yeah. And I don't even I don't like I don't even like cars that much, but that's the first memory I have in my head. Get dunked on, dude! Lightning McQueen was the first existence of your. He's literally your conscious. <laughs> he's literally the first thing, like in my brain, in the beginning, there was little Lightning McQueen car. That is so funny. And I remember loving Lightning McQueen. That makes me so happy. Before I, before I could even remember having seen the movie, <laughs> I just I just liked that's Lightning awesome. McQueen because he's a red car. How do you not like him? He's, he's got lightning. He's His red. His name is Lightning. He's a car. He says Kachow. He's Owen Wilson. He sticks his tongue out to tie in a race. <laughs> to tie against the yeah, Kachiga. Um <laughs> so we yeah, we went to go do that and like you were just immersed. It's I mean so it was cool. It was like a sunny California day. And I mean I'm Radiator Springs, I'm pretty sure, is based on like parts of California and Nevada. So like yeah. the sky was I mean, it was it was literally like you were there and they have like all the the backdrop of Radiator Springs and all the little places you can stop and go to. And obviously the roller coaster was cool. I mean, it is like the only thing I feel like that could even get close to it, ironically enough, is Super Nintendo Land at Universal. Yeah. Opening in Florida soon. I, I think it's out in California now. Yeah, it is, and it, the one in Japan has been open. Yeah. I'm very excited for Dude, that. Dude, we've got to go do that. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. Because my thing with Disney World is I love Disney World besides like not being a huge fanboy of like Disney media. Like I love Disney's output. I'm not mm-hmm. an idiot who doesn't love Disney animation. Like I'm a human being. I love Hercules and Lilo and Stitch and like I love Disney movies are some of my favorite movies. Right. But it's not near amount of the love I have for like the Mario yeah. IP. Yeah. So yeah. that's just one of the things that I play a lot of video games as a kid. People can probably tell that about me. But <laughs> 
it, it was just so influential in my life and just how my brain works that like having like an entire theme park where you get to be immersed in like the mm-hmm. mushroom kingdom will, will probably be like too much for me and I'll like die of a, of a seizure. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I was I was tracking with you up until that last <laughs> bit. But... I, I'm probably going to have like a conniption and die. Okay. Um. Well, I'll make sure to say wahoo at your funeral. Thanks, um, Yeah, I got you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Wahoo. So Universal Studios, the like rival theme park to Disney, is opening up a new section at like each of their parks, which is the Super Nintendo Land, which mm-hmm. is funny that they call it that, given that it's it's Super Nintendo Land, but it's it's like kinda, just Mario. Yeah, it's just Mario. And they may have plans which, down like, the line to do more. But that's awesome. Yeah. I'm I've heard uh, in Florida there will be a Donkey Kong section as well, which will be yes. cool. Dude, they're gonna do like a minecart ride. <laughs> no based on, way! Like, on, like the uh, Donkey Kong Country game. Yes, yes, that's awesome. Minecart Madness. I would love. I think this would also come down the line. They would have no reason not to do some kind of Pokemon world because Pokemon is like the most profitable media for. It's Pokemon. wild to me that that doesn't that isn't a thing that exists. Yeah, I think they kind of like captured on that with Pokemon Go already, so maybe they don't feel the need to do a theme park. Dude, the amount of money they can you can pull in from a theme park. Yeah, I I agree. I just yeah, I don't know yeah. what their rationale is. And if they did like a Legend of Zelda, like oh of course Hyrule Kingdom, like that would be the coolest thing. That'd ever. be really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, but, Nintendo. It's Nintendo. They have a. They have so many franchises they could. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's there's a billion. Um, it'd be cool if they had like okay, there's the there's like the Mario section, but then they do like Super Nintendo Land, which is not like, it's not as immersive, but it's like more inclusive of franchises. So they have like, there's like a part kind of for the adults, and there's like a Metroid section, and it's like. Imagine the like Buzz Lightyear laser shooting ride, uh-huh. but it's like dark and actually freaky. There's yeah. like aliens. Yeah, that'd be sick. There, or or like an F Zero ride. Yes, that seems like a perfect. Or like Star Fox setup. would yeah. have a great like space themed ride. Yeah, like, Kirby would be like a great fun like kid section. Yeah. Um. Even though I don't I don't know how many of these franchises are listeners recognize or think about like you're pikmin and you're like the size of olimar and there's like big objects around you yeah because he's like two inches tall in the game or whatever but i'm super excited i hearing i've heard rumors for like years like there's gonna be a real life mario kart ride Mm -hmm. and that was like mind-blowing and now it's actually a thing at universal yeah which i will say i don't want to knock it till i try it i've heard from people that it's it's kind of like a vr ride that you put on right the headset and it's a little it's not like you're literally in mario kart yeah i thought it was going to be a lot more like like an actual roller coaster type thing nintendo god bless them doesn't make a lot of the best decisions <laughs> as a company <laughs> yeah 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 which is weird given that they've like provided some of my like favorite things in that exist right like, ever like i think if i had to rank things in my life that exists, Super Smash Brothers would probably rank within the top ten. Right. Um, don't worry, my family is also in there. And of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but dude, that would be super fun to go to. Yeah. I also, what are your thoughts on Universal versus Disney? Because I'm not a Harry Potter fan, and I know that immediately kind of rules me out. I think. I think Disney just dwarfs Universal in every capacity, regardless of, like, if you're more of, if you love Harry Potter and you don't care about Disney, you're going to have more fun at Universal. Yeah. Like, that's just the case. Yeah. But viewing it objectively, I think the number one way that Disney outshines Universal 
no discussion is food. It's not even remotely. <laughs> yeah. Universal has like amusement park level food. Yeah. Disney World has like the finest like <laughs> Ratatouille flashback. Right. Type right. Good food. Right. And like like everything is that high quality. You can mm-hmm. get low quality cheap food at Disney if you want to. But well, okay. It's we not had to be cheap. We had to several times. My family is gluten free, so like they can't have yeah, a lot of the a like lot of the stuff, the delicacies. So there there are a lot of crappy Disney burgers. Yeah, but Disney does have just a lot higher quality food and more variety of food. And like Harry Potter World has like themed food, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disney World is kind of like that across the board. Yeah, like every place has kind of themed things and, yeah. and Disney World applies its themes across the entire parks better mm-hmm. Disney World is also better in terms of immersion yeah. except for exclusively I agree with I that. will say the one thing that really mirrors Disney World in quality is Harry Potter World yeah. does that to that extent yeah. and in some ways better than a lot of what Disney World does Yeah. Um, because you really feel like holy crap I feel like I'm in Harry Potter taking the train from one section to the other like actually taking a train is wild yeah it's it's really cool what they've done there um, even as someone who didn't grow up a fan of Harry Potter, like I've watched the movies, I like it, and mm-hmm. going there is like this is sick. Yeah, if I loved this, I would be going crazy. I know that's the thing. Like I wish I loved Harry Potter because <laughs> that would be the coolest thing ever. But like I just I couldn't ever really make myself yeah. care. It is still it's still really cool to go there, and they've yeah. got they've got like the butter beer, and mm-hmm. which you know it doesn't have beer in it. <gasps> um, it just tastes like butterscotch slushy. Yeah, and they have like the restaurant with all like you can get like big turkey leg. Uh, that's funny, <laughs> which I got. That's funny. Um, but like that's that's really cool. Disney just I kind of think outshines Universal in most regards. Disney also I think does a better job at integrating the IPs they do have into the parks and representing those things mm. well. Um, like. And Disney World just does a better job at connecting fans with, like, Disney, the name Disney, with the things they produce. Right. Like, if someone said, like, what's your favorite Universal movie? You'd be like, uh... Yeah, that's what fair. What does Universal do again? That's fair. If someone said, what's your Disney favorite Disney movie? You could list, like, 50 different movies. Yeah. Like so they yeah. just have a... They do a better job that's, with that. That's a really good point. Because, um, like, in Universal, yeah. there's a section where it's like, okay, there's Harry Potter, Hogsmeade, and then, like within two minutes walking distance, there's, like, Minions, Men in Black, and The Simpsons. <laughs> right. Like, it, it's it's a bit random. I think Disney World does a better job at connecting the various themes they have, um, as well as um, uh, just a lot of the other things I mentioned. I will say I'm a Disney person. I've been to Disney more my entire life. I've been to Universal two or three times. But Universal, if you want just thrill rides... I tell you to go to Universal. If you don't yeah. care about themes, if you don't care about a version, if you don't care about the food or like the quote unquote experience as a whole, mm-hmm. which I think Disney does better in every regard. Like if you just want, I want ride that go fast. <laughs> Universal is more of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they just they just do. They have more like traditional roller coasters because Disney focuses more on being a theme park than an amusement park. Yeah, um, that's fair. So I, I'd say if you're if you like, I don't really care about Harry Potter. Or Disney IP or The Simpsons, like which one should I go to in that case? One, Universal's cheaper. Two, it just has more thrill rides. So Yeah. That's that's my as a sort of Disney professional's take on the two. There's pros and cons to each. Right. Disney's much more my thing. Okay. That's fair. Um Honestly I did not know that discussion we were gonna talk about this for that long. I have a lot to say about this. Um, okay. I wanna do something real quick. I wanna time myself. I want to do a one-minute-long rant about something. Go ahead. Is that is that fine? Yeah. All right, and three, two, one, go. Okay, God of War Ragnarok. 
this is this is a PlayStation game that's come out recently. I don't know who in our audience would really care that much, but like But Sam cares. I care. It is one of the coolest video games I've ever played in my life. And I'm like I I'm like twenty-eight hours in, and I think I'm just now at the halfway mark. Like it is wild how much is happening in this game. You fight like you're Kratos, who's like the Greek god of war mm-hmm. in this universe, and he's moved to like, I guess Norway because there's like Norse gods, um, and he's like fighting off Norse gods. So you fight Thor. In your first fight with Thor, he like kills you, and it goes to the like game over screen. But then you hear him say, "I'm not done with you yet," and he uses his hammer to electrocute you, and it's like a defibrillator that like <laughs> shocks you back to life. It is the cool, like one of the coolest moments I've ever seen. Any video game. I'm so excited to keep playing this. Uh, I'm running out of time, and... (laughs) You got stressed about running out of time, but then you didn't have anything else to say. Yeah, well, I was kind of like, well, there's no point. That was really well done. Thank you. Thank you. I was really passionate about doing that. Um, God of War Ragnarok is really cool. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to rant about for for a minute straight? I can pull up the alarm if that's what you want. No, no. I want to be able to see it. Okay. Recently, I've been playing a lot of the video game uh, Terraria that okay. I've gotten back into a lot. Terraria is often called the 2D Minecraft. It's not at all. The only similarities is that you both mine and craft things, which you would think are is more of a comparison than it is, but it's not. Terraria is an awesome game. It's done like a 16-bit art style, and it's about just like kind of like progressing through the game so you like you start the game with copper tools then you mine iron then you can move to the next thing mm-hmm. and whereas in minecraft there's like five steps in terraria there's like 60 oh, in terms gosh. of like the next material go to and as you get the next thing you like fight the next boss and all the bosses are like cool and they have like different styles the first one's like this giant separated eyeball called the eye of cthulhu and you like Ew. fight him whatever and then you can fight like this giant worm or this giant brain and you fight like this giant skeleton robot guy that's a lot of giants it's really cool and they're all big and the game's really fun and has a lot of different cool fun aspects to it and you can get it Five, on your phone your four, computer or your console okay yeah i have the alarm sound no not the alarm sound so we like video games yeah um subscribe to our podcast do you want to do, do one final thing that we have um, in case we cannot ever do a <gasps> oh, podcast? Yes, I forgot uh, about this. We have artificial intelligence that can take our place. That's going to replace humanity. So to close out the episode. Can't wait for Skynet. We're going to do a little table read of <laughs> a, a Club Sandwich podcast episode uh, about a review of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, a reference to our previous episode. Yeah, so you can you can listen to this one and then go check out our previous episode. But all right. Our opening music plays. <laughs> For those who don't know, I'll, I can briefly preface this. This is using ChatGPT, which is like an AI chat generator where you can give it a prompt and it will write you like a brief script or story about whatever you put in. So go ahead. Hello and welcome to Club Sandwich, the podcast where we discuss all things movies and entertainment. Today we're going to be talking about the latest addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I'm your host, Sam, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Mitch. How's it going, Mitch? It's going great, Sam. I'm excited to talk about this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Me too. So let's dive right in. Mitch, what were your overall impressions of the movie? Well, Sam, I have to say that I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought it was a really solid addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, oh God. <clears throat> uh, um, uh, it had a lot of 
it had a lot of humor. <laughs> Not addressing the quality. Um, a lot of heart <laughs> and some really great action scenes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I thought... <coughs> I, th- I thought the movie was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I especially like the Quantum Realm stuff. <laughs> which we've seen glimpses of in previous movies. But in this movie, they really leaned into it and explored it in more depth. <laughs> Absolutely. And without giving away any spoilers, what did you think of the new characters and the plot of this movie? I thought the new characters were great. I especially liked Bracket character name, Bracket. (laughs) (laughs) It just says I especially liked insert character name, who brought a lot of heart to the movie. And the plot was really interesting. It felt like a natural progression from the previous movie. (gasps) But also introduced some exciting new elements. Yeah, I I agree. I thought the new characters were well written and well acted. Breathe. Breathe, buddy. Breathe. Uh, And I also appreciated that the movie didn't feel like it was just retreading old ground. Okay, there were some really interesting twists and turns that kept me engaged throughout. Mm, definitely. And what about the action scenes? I thought they were pretty great. <laughs> oh, yeah. The action <laughs> scenes were fantastic. <laughs> the choreography was top-notch. No, it wasn't. And the special effects were really impressive. No, they weren't. I especially like the scene description <laughs> scene. <laughs> I don't know why it's giving me the, the blank, the Mad Libs. <laughs> I especially like the blank scene description. Blank scene. That was so creative and fun. Yes! Exclamation mark. That scene was one of my favorites. But honestly, all the action scenes were really well done. So on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Hmm, I would give it an 8. It wasn't perfect, but it was definitely a lot of fun and a solid addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I feel like God is going to strike me down for lying. I would also give it an 8. I really enjoyed it and thought it was a great addition to the franchise. Well, there you have it, folks. (laughs) Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is definitely worth checking out. Closing Closing music plays. (laughs) That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening to Club Sandwich, and we'll see you next time. Okay, you know, I was worried about AI taking over the world, but no, maybe it's not that smart if it's giving it's, Ant-Man The scariest thing is how eight. much money Disney paid them to, to yeah. AI generate a positive review yeah. of the movie. <laughs> the best part was that I really liked insert scene. <laughs> it's like insert scene scene. Gosh, that was just... Garbage. You could have talked about your insert characters, how much you loved Modoc. I was waiting for you to do that. Mm-hmm. Didn't you just love him mm-hmm. when he, when Darren, mm-hmm. and he was he died? I oh no 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 no! I spoiled the movie. I don't care. <sighs> thanks for joining us on Club Sandwich. Thanks for joining us. On, thanks thanks for us. You joined us today. We were Club Sandwich, and you were the viewer. And I'm Sam. I think I'm getting fired from this show. I may just quit. <laughs>